0: Could not be more pleased to have back on the Rich Eisen podcast, Matt Damon. Are you one of those Patriot fans that takes glee in the Jets and the butt fumbling? Scene? I made the Liberace movie this year, so that's <laughs> fine. Well, there's some butt that. fumbling in that movie, uh, too. Just a wee <laughs> little bit. Larry David, good to see
1: you, sir. I think a lot of writers can be offensive coordinators. What's harder? If I could write stories, why would I be able to draw up a play?
0: He is none other than Broadway Joe Namath.
1: It's Mark. Word to get the nod, and if he played
0: decently, it's uh, if what a big word, so it's only two letters, huh? <laughs> Bobby Canovali told you about Derek Jeter story at Yankees, Atlanta, the World Series, screaming, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. He doesn't even look at me. Finally, last at bat, eighth <laughs> inning, yeah. Jeter comes up, Derek,
1: just turn <laughs> around, man, just turn around.
0: Finally, he's like, dumb, he does the thing with the weight, he's about to go up, he turns around, he looks at me, he goes, bro, I hear you. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen.
1: I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Hey,
0: everybody, welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast. We are down to the final four. Of the National Football League 2013 football season. Only three games left. It's a bummer. But how good have these first eight playoff games been? Just three more playoff games to go to decide who gets to hoist the Lombardi Trophy uh, in New York and New Jersey. Chris Law, good to see you, sir.
2: Rich, good to see you. 264 games through the schedule. Can't believe it. Only three,
0: three more to go. go. Chris Brockman, good to see you.
3: Rich, I'm so fired up for championship weekend, and we're still days away.
0: I know. We're, we're so taping this. We're, we, we just decided to get right in, throw out a, uh, a podcast right here, right now. It's going to last the week. We're just yep. doing the one. I'm tapping out. I'm taking some time so I can recharge the batteries before championship Sunday. A six-hour show coming up on game day morning, starting at 9 Eastern time, our regular time. Going right up till kickoff of the AFC Championship game in Denver, Colorado. Brady Manning, fifteen. Fifteen. The fifteenth meeting between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos. It's the third time that the two of these guys will meet for the right to play uh in the Super Bowl. Meaning one fifth of their meetings are do or die. Winner goes to the Super Bowl, loser goes home contests.
2: What is it? 2-1 Brady there?
0: In it, it, it in the, in the two playoff previous games. in the playoff games. Yes. yes. This but is the third. This is the third though. This will be the fourth playoff meeting between them. Okay. The third in it in the AFC Championship game. Right. One took place in New England. We all remember Ty Law going absolutely crazy, right? Yep. And then One took place in Indianapolis in 2006 when Indianapolis won that game, went to South Florida, beat the Bears to win their only Super Bowl, Peyton Manning's only ring. Interestingly enough, the last time the Patriots played a playoff game on the road was that 2006 AFC championship game. Every single time that they've made the playoffs, they've had a home playoff game, whether it's because they won the division and had a wild-card game, or it's because they had a bye week, which is the way that they make their Super Bowls. Every time they've made a Super Bowl, it's because they had a bye week. They never went from the wild-card position to the Super Bowl, interestingly enough. Brady Manning, 15. And then it wraps up with Wilson Kaepernick, 4. The third time this year. The fourth time in their young careers they will have met They're going to, at one point in their lives, barring injury, meet more times than Brady and Manning.
3: You'd think so, just because they're division rivals. uh, They're going to
0: face each other twice a year, every year, and then it's going to invariably happen like this year, maybe not in a championship game, but they'll meet in a playoff game. And it's going to be San Francisco at Seattle to wrap up Divisional Sunday and see who gets to go from the NFC to the championship, uh, about, uh, of, of 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 the mother of all championships.
2: Operation Visine up there in Seattle. Keep the red out. They're uh, they're not selling. <laughs> is that tickets. what they're calling it? Yeah, that's what that's what we used to call it whenever Nebraska would come to Penn State. So I like it. Something similar, you know. Keep the red out, and they're not selling tickets Operation to residents of Cali- California.
0: Well, here's the thing: is there it, that that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. They're only selling tickets to people with addresses I believe in Oregon, Idaho,
3: Montana, Montana
0: yeah. and then a couple of, of provinces. The provinces <laughs> that Colin Hanks mentioned yeah. a Alaska couple of shows maybe, ago. Probably.
3: Yeah. Wow. So that's
0: hilarious. that so they're not selling yes, they're not selling to California, but if you want to get from Arizona, you can't get you want to go buy tickets through the Seahawks from New York. they are not going to do that to either. to procure tickets. Yeah, well that's a secondary market.
3: Secondary market, yeah.
2: Our friend Schaefer, season ticket holder, will be up there at the game.
0: Yeah. He was emailing me throughout Saturday's edition of Game Day Morning okay. about the weather. That he said that as he was leaving to go to the game from his hotel room, the 22nd floor, it was one of those, I guess, elevator banks with a window. And he said it was like they were somebody was spraying the window 22 floors up with a power hose. Wow that's how bad the weather was when they left for the game. And then they got to the game. Jackie, his wife, emailed me a photo of bright sunshine in a blue sky (laughs) a half an hour before kickoff. So the weather was all over the map, and you're sitting there going, well, there's no way the Saints are going to win this game. Well, maybe the Saints might win this game. And then you saw the on-field skirmish that took place between Jimmy Graham, and we couldn't tell at the time because he was all masked up, but I got a lot of tweets from Seahawk fans saying, that's Bruce Irvin he's going at. And we found out as a still photograph from right. the New Orleans, uh, I believe, Times Picayune of of Jimmy Graham and Bruce Irvin getting into it. He knocked his his, his winter cap off his lid, and then, off that's, his head.
3: That's not a hat with a brim either that you can just kind of flip. You really got to get in there to get the skull cap off. You have Ooh. to.
0: Well, I mean, but he also had one of those those sort of rubber, whatever, the latex, could be latex. Could be latex. <laughs> could be latex, whatever those, those sort of head like skull cap, skull if you will. cap. Well, it wasn't a skull cap it covered his entire head just the just his face oh at
2: least Jimmy Graham was a factor
0: in it well bottom line here's the, here's the thing is Graham then went at it when they were all padded up and helmeted up with he went at it with Richard Sherman no that makes sense okay and we're sitting there and it it, it engendered some great conversations on the set sure between these future Hall of Famer and color, current Hall of Famers and, and our coach who's sitting there probably <laughs> nervous as all get out that his players are doing this sort of stuff before the game just about the passion that these players have and how much it matters and how the playoff check is insignificant compared to the, the ring. Yeah. And I thought that was a good point to make too is that we're not part of the paparazzi just stirring the pot, hey, tune in, maybe they'll hit each other during the game. It wasn't lowest common denominator that we're showing this. Of course, everybody wants to see, you know, a fracas. It's it's like rubbernecking. But in a game where a lot of fans get upset, there's the hugging and the right. hand slapping right. and the how's the wife, you know, how's the kids before the game, and fans pay good money to sit their fannies in the stands in that sort of weather and care so much about it yep. that it's not lockstep that fans believe that they're not even met halfway by the the men who were playing the game. To show that, I thought it was just great to see the passion. I thought it was awesome, even though some people might think that one or the other was a punk for what they were doing. I just thought it was great. And then as you uh, pointed out, um, you know, Jimmy Graham, I think I saw a tweet. Jimmy Graham uh, got more action pregame, more target got more targeted pregame than the first half, <laughs> and
3: his only catch came with twenty seconds to go.
0: You know, one catch, eight yards, six targets in this game, and the the defense, the Saints' defense showed up, man. They showed up. One hundred and three yards. Well, for Russell they, they kept. The Seahawks out of the end zone right, early, early, which was huge, only let them in the end zone once in the first three quarters, and that's because Mark Ingram gave them a short field to defend. That was a huge fumble, a huge fumble, because it's 6 nothing. Drew Brees has the ball to start the second quarter, and when they started the second quarter in that week 13 Monday night, they were already down 17 points, and they scored a touchdown to make it a 10-point game, and it was the only time they were that close the rest of the night. Here they are able to maybe march down the field, take the lead, take the lead, and Ingram puts the ball on the ground a couple of Marshawn Lynch runs later, and they're throwing Skittles in the stands, and it's a 13-point deficit. And the defense even held Russell Wilson to make it just 16 nothing. right? Yep. So it was something that they could have truly been able to pull off, I think, if it wasn't for those fumbles Because later on, as it turned out, the game got awfully close at
3: the end. Got really interesting.
0: Awfully close at the end there. And this Kyrie Robinson, that's a keeper, that kid who can run the football. That is a keeper. He runs with a fury, and he runs with intent. He gets it in the end zone. They're down just one score and got an onside kick. Get the ball back.
3: Onside kick, get the ball back. By the way, two onside kicks recovered over the weekend. Isn't that incredible? Which is
2: when they knew, when, they, knew it was when coming. they knew it was coming.
0: Seattle couldn't get it, and Denver could. Both one seeds had to sweat it out because they couldn't recover an onside kick to wrap things up in their own house against six seeded teams. Both six seeds got an onside kick when they needed it most. It is remarkable.
3: To cut it to one score in the closing minutes. And
0: then get the ball back. Yeah. Right?
3: Well, I mean, San Diego got the ball back, cut it to one score cut to there. One
0: score. Cut it to one score. Yeah. Seattle, right. uh, New Orleans got the ball back with, with an opportunity to tie. To tie. Right, right. And I don't know what Marcus Colston was doing at the end of that game because he could have stepped out at the thirty-five yard seven, line with about seven ticks left,
3: something like that. Yeah.
0: And Drew Brees could, as 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 we've seen in that game, in that stadium, as we've seen in that stadium before, anything can happen when you throw happen. it in the end zone. Who knows? With no timeline. <laughs> right. <laughs> From right around that part of the field, right? Yeah, it was like, third, the, it was like 35. 35 right now. It was Wasn't the touchception 35. from right around the, the yeah. immaculate touchception right around from the 30-something? The in-
2: inaccurate reception, yeah. Phil,
0: Mary. Anything Gosh. can happen in that building, as we've seen, when you just throw it up into the end zone. But instead, it looked like, as Marshall said on on, on game day morning Sunday, it looked like that, that was a play that they had practiced and that they, right. they, they just called it, like, run it. Instead of and
3: then Colson just kind of brain farted and threw it forward. Well, well or... what
0: happened was it as Irvin pointed out on Game Day Morning Sunday is that it looked like he thought that that he was run that play if there's no time left. Yeah, with that much time left, you got to step out of bounds, be aware. Yeah. Instead, he he just, just didn't know. Yeah, he just kept throwing it forward. Just keep throwing it forward, <laughs> and the illegal forward pass. They just blew the whistle. That's a ten second runoff. Yeah. At the, end of, uh, at the end of a game, and that ended the game. And that's how Seattle moved on. Excellent defensively. Marshawn Lynch just proved once again his worth, his value in the postseason. Two touchdowns, 140 yards rushing, and on it goes. Seattle hosting. We knew that going into the night game. That New England, I, I mean, to me, it's remarkable what Bill Belichick does It's just remarkable to me what this man does. Week in and week out, he just susses up the opponent and does whatever he needs to do with his own roster to pull off the victory.
2: He's killed me. It's costing me a dinner at Mastro's for Brockman because it's amazing what they've done. No Vince Wilfork, no Mayo. They lose Hernandez at the beginning of the year. Gronk plays, what, six games all season
3: long? It's, it's makeshift running game. Well, Garrett Blunt has saved their he was, season. He was what fourth on the depth chart to start the fourth season. on the depth chart. He was returning kickoffs, which he still does, which is amazing. But playoff
0: record four touchdowns.
3: I'm sorry, I thought a trip to the AFC Championship
0: game was on the line. I had no idea Mastros was on the line.
3: I don't know. I don't know <laughs> why you brought that up. I had but. no
0: idea why that's at the top of the list. Well, you know. I'm just. What, I'm what relating if, it to is, me. It's is all about, what it, is Ma- it, what is Mastros.
2: We we had a uh, preseason bet on the Eagles. Uh, and Patriots who would, who would last longer. More win. Uh, who would get further in, in the season? Well, and this, this I've past lost
0: weekend this. had nothing to do yeah, with it. The minute that the minute that the Saints won, you you were you were buying steak. Yeah. Well, so what is yeah. this week? What is my point about what they did <laughs> this weekend? I'm, have to it, have, have anything? It's to do how it with touches me
2: personally, Rich. That's what it's all about.
0: I'm just trying to keep pulling at the string here until i get to the the fabric of your of your the crux the, uh, there, there may not be any so you're saying that the way that belichick cobbled this season together the whole season, oh yeah. i okay.
2: mean I, I picked against them probably in our pick em maybe 10 times
0: well this season 46 runs nobody saw that one coming Nobody saw that one.
3: Certainly the weather conditions, though,
0: were a factor. uh, Yeah, I know it's raining, and I know it's windy, but we also saw Alex Smith light up the Colts, right? 45-44 final score. We saw Alex Smith have his way, and all week long, our narrative in the national and local media as well was, well, what's Tom Brady going to do if Alex Smith was able to do that? Well, what Tom Brady did was turn around 46 times and hand it to a host of people, and it's just amazing to me you take a look at this team, and and Belichick sits there and he goes, "Well, what's the deepest part of my roster? Maybe that's what. he What what's the part of my roster that's the deepest that can hurt the Colts the most? What what's the way that we make sure Robert Mathis doesn't hurt us? Or is it in game? Or is it just like, yeah, this is working? Let's run until they yeah. stop it. I I I would just love to just uh, lift the hood up uh, on this machine at some
3: point. I would bet it's a combination of both. Yeah." And it's just like, let's run it. Yeah, you get, run in, the, you get in the game and you it. see that the power game is working and you just ride it out. Like you said, that's probably the deepest part of their offense. They have four running backs mm. who can run the ball.
0: And LeGarrette Blunt. Him and the stars of Saturday, of Divisional Saturday, LeGarrette Blunt in New England and Michael Bennett yep. in Seattle. Michael Bennett, who was the one who got the, the hit on Mark Ingram and recovered the fumble. Bennett, who is all over the field, both of them Tampa Bay outcasts. Mm-hmm. Both of them Tampa could have used this year, right? Can you imagine? You'd think. Both of them are stars on Divisional Saturday. Garrett Blunt, four touchdown runs, man. They could have had more. You mass holes were chanting for him on a <laughs> one-yard line, but I love it. It's uh, it's 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 Ridley's turn. Yep. He was the one in the game? It's Ridley's turn. And it's Vereen's and he turn. he didn't fumble. It's Bolden's turn. If they ever get to him.
3: That's right. They not even, get they to even him. need him.
2: Got to give Julian Edelman some credit, too, what
0: he's doing. Oh, done. there's no question about it. And Amandola is playing very well, and and Brady is Brady. Yep. And and now here we go.
3: They're I mean, we've played, playing Denver. Right. We've played 19 weeks to get to this point, which everyone hoped. Every, we
0: could have saved us 18 weeks.
3: Right? We really right. <laughs>
0: Of course, Bengal fans are raising their hand. Wait a minute, Chiefs fans. Well, we were the last undefeated team in the season. No, could have just saved us all this time. I just can't just send, just flip a coin and figure out figure who out where, goes right, where. Right. right?
2: Yeah, I just can't think of a team though that's had this much star power either taken away, it's taken away in the off season, taken away during the season for injury. It's amazing and still be there, and it's they amazing. have a legitimate chance to beat. Broncos.
0: We're going to talk about all of this with our sole guest on the program. The one and only Dan Patrick. DP. DP. Who is with us in show one. What show number is this now? This is uh,
2: 253 I wow. believe. Wow. Show 253.
0: Which means we should, we, we could be hitting show 300 right around the beginning of next season.
2: Yeah. Uh, if that,
0: we double post every now and then. Also,
2: good segue into what we discussed earlier too. Our our library has gotten so extensive um, if you've missed any of the early shows, we're going to be moving those over to Where? a new show called, it'll be called the Rich Eisen Podcast <clears throat> Library or Archive. Um, and we're going to be deleting those from our current uh, lib, or RSS feed, if you will. Yes. And starting like I starting by the so way. If you ever by the wanna, way, I will. If you ever want to go back and listen to some of those, they'll be moving over here this week. Migrating, as they say. Nicely
0: numbers. done. So, yeah. So we'll talk about that with Dan Patrick. Who's going to join us on this program? Always fun checking checking with DP.
2: He's got the Olympics, right? He does. Would you? Would Is you ever it, want to? Co- would you? I, I'm sure, course. that's a bucket list. Thing, everybody
0: right? who's in this business would love to cover an Olympics. Yeah. In a safe place, we'll go safe. <laughs> Maybe in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a, in a a country that's not hostile. Yeah. Well. To. Hey, we got our down- way of we have, life. We have
2: downloads in Russia now, Rich.
0: Is it Sochi or Sochi? Sochi. 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 Or is it like is it like, you know, the the the, the lychee Martini or is it Sochi? I don't know. No, no, don't no, don't yeah, okay, look it up. We'll ask Dan. Right. Let's we'll test Dan. Okay, great. We'll Get test Dan. We'll like see it. if Dan can can enlighten us. And we'll see if he's all if he's all boned up on his losers.
3: I'm willing to bet he doesn't know.
0: Do you does anybody know who the top loser is? <laughs> the top loser. Yes. <laughs> That's something you couldn't pay me to do. Go- Google that. Put in the words top. Loser, Top-ranked loser? No, just top loser.
2: And is John Candy their instructor?
0: The top th- loser, and team. what pops up? What's the first thing
3: that pops up? Is it safe for work? Well, the th- top thing that come up, comes up is Lex Luger beats <laughs> the, re- the wrestler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got to love playing the Google game every now and then. Well, we'll talk about all of it with Dan Patrick, and including the NFC matchup, which is um, remarkable. On Sunday, it started off uh, with San Francisco and Carolina, After six well-officiated games, games where nobody's talking about what are they doing under the hood, what are they thinking, that's a problem, it finally caught up in this game where both teams, Carolina and San Francisco, came out with such fire and such passion. And it's amazing. They didn't have a pregame altercation like we saw between the Saints and Seahawks in Seattle. But the two of them. But those are two both teams, high-powered
2: defenses, too.
0: I mean, they were jawing at each other. Sam, Carolina was every time they made a tackle, they were going right up in the grill of yeah. of, of, a, of a niner. Saw so headbutting penalties. They and... were, they were, they were. As I tweeted out, they were playing to their own whistle in the mm-hmm. first quarter of that game, and they got flagged a couple of times. They got flagged for a headbutt. They got flagged for a late hit, which I had a a, a big problem with that call. Where was he, that? That was Mike Mitchell who hit Vernon Davis late after the ball was tipped in front. And the tip has nothing to do with it, except for the fact that what's Mike Mitchell supposed to do? Is he not supposed to hit? I thought the that was egregiously was late. Was that Vernon Davis? That it he was Vernon it?
2: Davis because you said you you gave Troy Aikman a, a shout out saying you know thanks for he said well, out. I just said, I,
0: out. first of all I you can't take for granted when a top flight analyst takes a take has a take on the spot and 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 makes it. Because sometimes that doesn't happen in yeah. our industry, right, so I thought when he said that was a horrible call, I sort of agreed with him, because you saw the replay as Mitchell was connecting the ball the tipped ball was flying through the frame right how's much mitchell Mitchell doesn't know the the tip how many times we even saw the tip there was a tip ball uh in in, in Seattle it was a replay of of the lSU Auburn game almost oh, yeah. 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 Where Breeze on fourth down throws it up. It looked like Earl Thomas was totally coming down with it. Two guys collide. Stills, Still's the- grabbed it. And if it tipped further towards the goal line, the end zone, he would have been off and running. You just don't know. And and I understand, you know, you, you, the guy's technically defenseless and you hit him shoulder to shoulder. You got to put things in context. It can't just be, oh, I saw robotically flag-thrown you got to put this stuff in context, and I think you got to go under the hood for this stuff. You must. You must go under the hood for this stuff. And I know that people are like, well, it's another thing that's being parsed in this league, whatever. But get it right. Get it right. Because these these are crucial. That that was a 15-yard penalty. That was a third down play. San Francisco wound up getting three points out of it. Now, Phil Dawson had to boot it from pretty far away, though. So I mean, kudos is Dan Dierdorf. Who we tip our hat, hat to him as well, as he would say, kudos to 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 Dawson making that. But later on, Anquan Bolden had had butted a Carolina Panther, and it wasn't called. Didn't get called. How about
2: the Cam Newton sack where he's he's getting brought down? He spins out of it, oh, and a defender sacks just happened him to be standing there. I mean that that to me was the call of the day. That was just what do you? That was bad, bad. <laughs> uh. That was a scooter, right? Yeah, it and it gave band. it gave a
0: great Harbaugh reacts because he's just pirouetting on the <laughs> sideline to tell Carl <laughs> Sheffers the the official he was being spun into right. my guy, right. You know, oh, and Harbaugh man. got flagged 15 yards. He was out. He was he, he, well, he was
3: out on the numbers, dude. He
0: made he made Mike Tomlin look like he was in the <laughs> yeah. cool zone. Yeah. Yeah. Brockman
2: might be honest something. I think he tweeted, uh, "We need a Jim Harbaugh 24 seven reality show." Yeah, I mean that guy. Please, just watching. I, I just I, want I, Harbaugh I, cam. Of just, course, to be I, the
3: highest rated program each week. Watching him buy his khakis. It'd be amazing. <laughs> like trying them on. Going like, to J Crew. I'll
0: got a lot of tweets sheriff. about
2: the khakis all week. That was great.
0: Marshall points out he wears cleats too, so it's khakis and cleats, which would be yeah. a great new Ben and Jerry's flavor. Don't oh, you think?
3: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You so were, you were crushing the uh, grunge band <laughs> <laughs> uh, albums too. Uh,
0: <laughs> condensation on Con- seats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the shot we showed of rain on the seats. So I was saying condensation on seats. It's aw- a great grunge name. Yep. Oh, man. And then ominous clouds was the ominous name of clouds the band. Was the band, right? Yeah. Condensation on ominous seats was this was the, was the was the was the song the lead track on, on uh, Ominous Cloud's new album.
2: What's the B-side looking like
0: on that one? Well, I think we came up with one more, didn't we? There was one more know, that we but, but came up with. I
3: mean, that's such a fun game. Like, oh, they, they have a, their, their acoustic album yeah, is no, it's, awesome. It's, fun. it's such a great game.
0: Car- Car- Carol Car- yeah, Car- yeah, Car- yeah. yeah. has that game. Yeah, Carol the queen of that it. game. It's so good. <laughs> Mrs. Sneed is the queen
3: of that That, game. that and the new the Stepfather game is, <laughs> are sweeping that. the land right now. So,
0: still, though, Carolina was down 6 nothing. And Their th-
3: defense was so great. It and was. They, and then you know, they took the lead after well, all here's, that.
0: Here's the most amazing thing. I've never seen a team get stopped on fourth and inches on the goal line and then have momentum swing to them. That's what happened. Because right, they had them punt. Yeah. Cam, right. Cam, goes on fourth down that was the first end of the uh, end of the first quarter and you could see as he's running up to riverboat ron going to break you could read his lips said, i got I, got I got this or i can get this did you hear or... him in the
2: post game too what he said but the, he, he said they didn't they wanted to kick it and he he convinced personally the oc right. and ron to go for it but and he with, felt deflated that he let them but the down the problem that, that, that was, i'm
3: sure everyone had was the play call like you have deon said on final run him in the shotgun and have him go it over wasn't the he said it
2: wasn't how it was supposed to go it there was a, a confusion at the snap or something, and someone got pushed back. He was supposed to come oh, up Amad, high. Oh, Ahmad
0: Brooks. Still. let's put it this way: Ahmad Brooks filled a hole, and was, <laughs> they, they've got they've got a host of people. Yeah. And I, and and that is something you show you show kids. Want to know why they're called linebackers? That was back in the line, man. Yep. yep. And they can fill holes. Brooks, Bowman, and Willis. of course Willis. I mean that defense. Holy oh, smokes! Lord. But. After that happened, Carolina three-and-outed San Francisco, which punted it to Ginn, who set him up on the 31, and right up top to Steve Smith, who I noticed in the first quarter as San Francisco was retaliating to anyone jawing at them, helmet to helmet.
3: No one was going to Steve Smith.
0: Anytime Steve Smith was doing his thing, they wisely (laughs) let him alone. Again, that is one rattlesnake. You do not poke. No. And they wisely not. let him alone, and what a great throw that was. But after all of that They're up top, winning. They, go, they blow it fourth and inches. They blow the pick six. If you remember, right. Kaepernick gave him a shot at a him pick a six shot, on the dropped, three and out. And he, and he dropped it. Blow the fourth and inches on the goal line. Blow the pick six. But guess what? We'll go up top from one play from the 31 and take the lead anyway.
3: That was a
2: great pass.
3: But then after that point, San Francisco's defensive line, I thought, just really took over. Well, they got him again
0: inside the five yard line. Cam got him again, and they only took three cracks. They didn't take that fourth crack that time. They kicked the field goal. Right. At which point, I tweeted out that Carolina was dominating between the ones. I mean, they were killing this game between the ones. Outside of the ones, not so much. They
2: averaged like seven point seven yards per play in the first half, and I think the Niners were in like the two point seven range. And
0: just in and the second half, is and slung. then well, at the end of the first half was that huge play uh, in the end zone, set up again by some penalties that Carolina fans are up in arms about. And uh, but the, the the refs definitely got it right. That was def in my mind a Vernon Davis touchdown that his foot got down and then was then dragged out of bounds, and he had con- he had control as foot was down and had control before foot slid out of bounds and that was an excellent reversal on replay I yep. thought that was an excellent reversal on replay Niners go up 13-10 and they didn't lose the lead the rest of the game they dominated the third quarter and as Aikman said in the broadcast when they were down when Carolina was down 20 to 10 plus side of the field and then Cam got sacked twice moving them out of field goal range forcing them to punt not allowing them an opportunity to make it less than a two-score game that was a wrap that was the game and Kaepernick man he has got he has got the moments he knows how to live him up he knows how to live up to him that's his fourth that's his fourth playoff win and as we showed on game day final Sunday night in the history of playoff football in the San Francisco 49ers road victories road victories Young had none, Jeff Garcia had none, Montana and Brody had one each, Colin Kaepernick right now has one more road win than every other Niner quarterback in the team's playoff history combined. That's... He's 3-0 on the road, question is, can he get to 4-0?
2: Here's some names he has more wins than in playoff history. Please just just go through Dan Pastorini, the aforementioned from the Anchorman Houston podcast. Houston Oilers number one. Boomer Esiason. Uh, Tony, oh, don't, Tony don't mention Eason, that. Don't
0: mention that to Boomer.
2: Jim McMahon, uh, Stan Humphries, Drew Bledsoe, Dan Fouts, Neil O'Donnell, Randall Cunningham, Warren Moon,
0: Blanda. Two playoff seasons into his career, too. It's
3: crazy.
2: Dante Culpepper.
3: And I love how championship weekend is shaping up. Like the, in the quarterback battles, you have the the legends Brady and Manning going against, and now these young guns up and coming. Tim yep. Tebow? Going against each other. Well,
0: it's going to be nice. And it's going to be, <laughs> hey, you know what? T- again, we could sit here and, and have our fun with that. Yeah. And fans, anytime that Tebow gets mentioned, I get a stream of invective of, like, why are you bringing him up? Why are you doing this? Well, why he does have that?
3: a stat worth noting.
0: Tim Tebow is a lightning rod. A perfect example, okay. And again, I, I have just shy of seven hundred thousand followers on Twitter, which is not, which is a nice number. I'm I'm very proud of it. But in terms of other people in our industry, it pales in comparison to some people, okay. I tweeted out yesterday with the Cam Loss. That means the last high, the only Heisman Trophy winner with a playoff win in the last fifteen years. Is still named Tim Tebow. I saw that one. Okay, now of course I got a bunch of people saying, "Well, what about Mark Ingram? What about Charles Woodson?" It was clearly I meant quarterback. Right. Yeah. So I mean, there's some serious. That yeah might even out go there. back
3: 26 years. I think is. The one okay. I saw.
0: And, well, it's it's it, it's not. It. The, the, people keep saying the 20 the 26 years is when Vinny Testaverde won his Heisman Trophy. Oh, uh, okay. It's not like the last it, it's it. Vinny Testaverde won, which makes me out. feel very old. Yeah, the '98 Jets the made it to right. the AFC Championship game thanks to Vinny. Gotcha. I believe Vinny also boat raced Peyton Manning in his first. I think you're right. Opportunity or or the next year or something happened, but um, here I, I tweeted that out. It set a record for my tweeting. I've been doing this for four plus years. Twenty six hundred retweets. By far and away, the most retweeted item I've ever thrown out there. It's not even close, and it's because the names Tim and Tebow are in there. It's like it's every like other flies. fact. I had some great facts that were handed to me from NFL research and stuff that I figured out with NFL research. Throw it out there. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Sure, retweet a few uh, times. Tim Tebow favorited nine hundred times. <laughs> okay, please. I it, it's, it you just in the media we just have to use our Tim Tebow mentions judiciously. Yeah, it shouldn't be just gru- for, gratuitously. Yeah. So at any rate, San Francisco moves on as uh, Kaepernick does his thing. And the first three quarterback uh, winning quarterbacks of the weekend that we've mentioned, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Colin Kaepernick, none of them threw for 200 yards. None of them. In our pass-happy quarterback-driven league, none of them threw for over 200 yards. The only winning quarterback from this past weekend who did was Peyton Manning, and it was only 230 yards. Because San Diego did its usual thing. And all the mistakes that Denver made I don't think any of them were on Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning didn't miss a field goal. Peyton Manning didn't uh didn't didn't fumble, even though I thought the Julius Thomas fumble was an incomplete pass. Peyton Manning, when he threw it to Eric Decker in the back of the end zone for his first red zone interception of the year, that, that hit Decker in the chest. It was a tough catch, but it hit him in the chest. Peyton Manning's not on the hands team. Peyton Manning is not on the hands team. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning in my mind, wasn't the reason why they had to hold on for dear life. He was the reason why they were up twenty-four to seven. I mean, he the, he is a master at at, at 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 the controls, man. The the Omaha stuff.
2: <laughs> Tony, okay. he's on people the tourism were, people board from Nebraska. Were, well, you know what Omaha
3: means, right? It means first sound. And so, if you watch, he yells Omaha to change the, the and how many times the they jump snap. off.
0: How many times they jump off signs? That's what Just Omaha that's meant, what meant at
3: some point in time.
2: It no longer means that anymore. Uh, so
0: and that's what I think was going on. That's what Irvin was saying. That Omaha meant something week fifteen, and they thought it was going to mean something week uh, week nineteen, and it didn't. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that, I mean,
0: how many times? That was the I mean, other. That was the other one that got retweeted over a thousand times. Oh, your post game one? No, it wasn't post. I said this game brought to you by oh. Neutral Zone Infraction of Omaha.
2: Omaha <laughs> <laughs> even per, is even Pereira something. retweeted that one. Jeez, Mike well, that's because that,
0: you're too old to remember Wild Kingdom. Yes, the, the very popular show oh, Wild yeah. Kingdom was presented by Mutual of Omaha. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so this show is brought to you by Neutral Zone Infraction of <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> So, Joke
2: takes on a whole new meaning.
0: Yes, people who are older than you liked it. There are, there are people older than you on Twitter, by the way, just in case you're wondering. But Peyton Manning, 3rd uh, and 17. How do you feel
3: about that call? I loved it. Wait, you love the flag that got called?
0: What, the 3rd and 17 when you, that, that, that Thomas grabbed to
3: move the chains? No, no, at the, I end was, of the game. I was talking about the 3rd and 17 pass interference against Wes Welker that kept that drive alive. Marshall said that was not ago. a problem
0: to him. Marshall because, said that was not a problem because and, that's an incomplete and, and pass. By the, and by the way, it doesn't matter. There was holding right in the middle. There was clear hold. Julius Thomas was tackled, and they called that too. Okay. So they called Denver both. would have gotten okay. a free set of downs. The only question is, it wouldn't have been set up shop on the fifty. Right. It would have been you know deep deeper in Denver's territory. So that that's another reason why I don't have that big of an issue about it. it. Welker's feet did get tangled up with the defender. But it seemed like the yeah. pass was a
3: little uncatchable. But uh,
0: as Marshall pointed out, that the minute that 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 Peyton saw uh, the feet tangling or the collision maybe going. He just threw it. Because he knows if the ball's in the air, that's pass interference. Yeah,
3: yeah. Whereas if it's not, not, it's a hole. Now, now, but that's
0: also thinking that Peyton knows that a flag's coming. I mean, how many times have we seen stuff that a flag didn't get get thrown?
3: Very true. You're talking about the Julius. Oh, my
0: gosh. Amazing throw All right, so let's give this man credit. Everybody's going to come up big in a big spot. He didn't do it last year. (laughs) They took a knee, blah, 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 blah. Third and 17, third and 17, the guy was open, but he found him, got him. San Diego's last chance, finally got him on another third down. He found his guy, and the guy both times, Julius Thomas, not there week 12 in New England. Guy who was there in week 12 in New England, his name Rob Gronkowski, not going to be there. You know that pass by Manning,
3: you you know what that reminded me of? Throws his brother made in the postseason. Stepping up in the pocket, delivering a great throw, a dime. You guy, don't hear that often. Guy making a fantastic catch on the sideline. reminding me throws his brother makes.
0: Oh, man. How great is this weekend?
3: You heard, obviously, Peyton's
2: postgame, uh, what he was most looking forward to. Yeah, most yeah concerned getting a Bud with. Light. Good I for got him, that man. sound. You want to hear it? Huh? Do you want to hear that sound? For the people that didn't hear it, maybe our international listeners that didn't hear that? Yeah. You got it? Yeah, I hear it. This is uh this is a, a a vine post that actually uh our friends at Bud Light tweeted retweeted out. <laughs> it's it's on my mind is how soon I can get a Bud Light in
0: my mouth. Yeah, people were saying what well, is is the uh meeting with Brady Wayne in your mind or whatever. Great stuff. Oh. <sighs> Listen man, Peyton Manning is just I, I root for him. I know a lot of people don't, but I do. I don't care if I say it. That said, you know, I'm a Michigan man too. I root for a lot of guys in this league. Steve Smith's one of them too. I love me some Steve Smith. I love Talking him. Reality love him.
2: shows. Get him and Richard Sherman oh, on something please, together. And, please uh, you're done. I love
0: Steve Smith. I love him. I love him. So that's the final four. Let's get Dan on the line, talk about all of it. Is he, is he there?
2: Dan Patrick yeah. is online one via Todd Fritz.
0: Ah, Fritzy. Yes. Fantastic. Let's get to it. This is show 253 in the history of the Rich Eisen podcast. And uh, we're joined by a man who has been on six times before, including the very first episode way, way back in week one of the 2013 season, way back when Ray Lewis was not part of the paparazzi, but part of the Baltimore Ravens. He is the host of the best radio slash television show on the airwaves, Dan Patrick. How are you, DP? Hi,
1: buddy. How are you?
0: I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Are, have you found yourself at all screaming the word Omaha out just willy nilly, just uh, just 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 cause? Have you thrown? Have you just started screaming the word Omaha?
1: The first time I heard Omaha was mm-hmm. Tom Brady a couple of years ago. Is that right? Yeah.
0: So, is, yeah. Are, you, are you accusing Peyton of stealing Brady's stuff? Oh,
1: no 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 no. But you may hear mm-hmm. Omaha quite a few times. Coming up this weekend.
0: So you mean on su- on on Sunday? Yeah. On on CBS, America's yeah. most watched network.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe they'll have a new show called Omaha.
1: I, I I'm not sure. I do know that it will you'll get a lot of mentions of Omaha. <laughs> and then I wonder yes. what is real? What is a real Omaha? What is a decoy Omaha? And you know, therein lies the game gamesmanship coming up this weekend. Is Peyton really saying Omaha? to mm-hmm. Change something? Does Tom say Omaha just to maybe counter uh, you know Peyton Manning?:
0: Right, now, now you did hear a few weeks ago that the microphone picked up Brady while he was audibling or doing something at the line screaming "Cougar and Linda together. Did you hear that? Did you hear the, the uh, that call?: A Linda Cohn reference?: No, 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 no. Oh, it's oh. It, in reference to, I believe Bill Belichick's lady. Screaming the word cougar. Yeah. And I thought you'd certainly be all over that with, you know, with Fritzy. No. No? Oh, I, I How did that slip through the, the, the I-team I Dan Patrick Nation goalie? How did that I, slip through I the five have, hole? I
1: have no idea. I can ask Fritzy right now.
0: Please. You Fritzie, should do that.
1: Did you know about this uh, reference here, an audible maybe? I was unaware, and uh, I'm very, very, disappointed.
0: You didn't hear that? That, they, that that But Brady screamed out the word cougar and then the name of the, you know, belichick's uh better half i did not catch that how is that, that possible is, that, is,
1: that is great though Pritchie, I, w- I wish i would have heard that you named belichick's girlfriend as cougar of the week have not maybe this friday mm-hmm. maybe that's,
0: what's mm-hmm. that's next level stuff i'm just <laughs> trying to i'm just trying to improve the product here Dan.
1: all right prissy go back to your porn no. okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, now, I it does appear though that the Omahas were decoys this week because of the number of times that the Chargers jumped off sides. I think they thought they knew what Omaha meant, and it really wasn't. And I'm I'm serious that I that Peyton actually did that this week. It seems like that to me, Dan.
1: Well, you get a couple of them. Hurry, 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 hurry. That's another one that you get from Peyton. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Now, I have asked Tony Dungy. So I know more information than mm. I can let on. Yes. But watching games with – this is why Peyton wanted the microphones on the, uh, the uh, sidelines, the, the game microphones taken out.
0: It, because he doesn't want this stuff discussed. Yes. Right. No, I know. Yes. Last night on, on, on game day final, I asked Marshall flat out on live television, what is Omaha, and he refused to answer. He would not answer.
1: Well, sometimes it's they'll do Omaha that you'll just change the play, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's uh, it can be used for a couple different things, and a lot of times you'll use uh, words that start with a vowel, and you know what one means and another one means, and right. it's all code stuff. But but Peyton has got to the point where if he thinks you know what he's doing, then he'll change it, um, and and this happens when whenever Tony Dungy said that they would play against a player who used to be on the Colts and it would be a hand signal. Well, the hand signal used to mean one thing, and they were playing against the Saints against the defensive back, and Peyton put the hand up. The defensive back then called out a, you know, a, a, a check, so they changed their defense, and Peyton threw a touchdown pass. Did, they, they went against what it used to mean. So, I love that. Yeah, that's just the, the game within the game. I think you'll see a few of those things with those two quarterbacks this weekend. They
0: are the best at quick snapping to get the too many men on the field. They are the best at quick snapping. I remember that in the 2006 AFC Championship game, which, by the way, was the last time the Patriots played a, a playoff game on the Uh-oh. road, right? Mm-hmm. If you remember, when Freeney went out of the game for for some reason, he got hurt. Brady went up top to Randy Moss on the spot, knowing that he had more time in the pocket than he had all game long because Freeney wasn't on the field. These two guys are more self-aware than any quarterback that I've seen. And and going against each other, it's it's just such a pleasure to watch that aspect of it. But Tony
1: Dungy, I said the toughest guy for you to prepare for would be who? And he said Colin Kaepernick out of all four remaining quarterbacks.
0: Because you can't figure out when he's going to take off and when he's not. Well,
1: you can prepare for Brady and Manning and even Russell Wilson to a certain degree because you know what they're going to do. Kaepernick, you don't know what he'll do because he still has that X factor that nobody else has. And you'll see that when you can design a defense and say it's a great defense, and then all of a sudden he'll make it break down because he gets out of the pocket. So he said he would be tougher for me to try to game plan for. I know what the other guys are going to do.
0: And after just seeing... Anquan Bolden again this weekend it's just another head scratcher how why anybody would let him go he is I asked this of 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 Marshall and and Michael and Dion and is he a hall of famer when it's all said and done they both they all paused but the number of rings that he might wind up with and the numbers he might wind up with and how clutch he is I'm already I'm I'm already beginning to think that I'm trying to go you know under the radar here okay but he
1: can go to the super bowl let's see he's been there with three different teams
0: this will be this if he gets there this time yes
1: um i don't know how many numbers he's had plus i think people are going to look at and say why has he played on so many different teams uh i don't know if that factors in right uh the the one thing that amazes me is that the nfl didn't look a little closer at uh john harbaugh helping jim harbaugh with what hey I got this guy – I don't know. Can I get a seventh-round pick? Who is it? Um, Anquan Bolden. um, Silence on Jim's end. Are you kidding me? Um, God, I don't know. A seventh-round pick? Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden you end up with Anquan Bolden. I mean, come on. And
0: then then when they strike the deal, they say, who's got it better than us? Nobody.
1: I think John really felt bad about beating Jim in the Super Bowl. And it was his way of saying, I'm going to lose some players – we may not be as good. Hey, Jimmy, you know, I know you beat me up all the time. <laughs> here you go. The
0: sibling Here's, discount.
1: Here you go, Zanquan Bolden. Thank me in your uh, your acceptance speech on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: So what do you think happens? You 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 had the week two boat race on Sunday Night Football, and then we saw when they were in San Francisco it was a different game. What happens now in the playoffs for Part 3, in your estimation?
1: Well, I'll stay with Seattle and Denver. That was my pick to start. But I I can see both of these road teams winning. It's not one of those where I'm going to go, boy, I'm surprised at this. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think the road teams are playing better than the home teams. Uh, They they have been. Um, But this is why you have home field advantage. How much is it going to matter? Seattle is going to need it. I think Seattle playing in San Francisco would not beat San Francisco. But Seattle at home, you know, then weather, the, you know, 12th man, all of that factoring in a little bit here. Russell Wilson didn't play well. The defense is good. You know, it comes down to running the football. Who, who thought with these video game numbers that we would say, who can run the football and who can play defense? So even with Peyton and Tom. Um, so I look, I look at Seattle winning. I, I, I think the Denver-New England matchup, they're actually going to say to Tom Brady, we want you to pass the ball. And I, <laughs> I mean, imagine that. If I said there's going to be a defense that will say, we encourage you to pass, Tom, as opposed to I think they're going to say to Denver, same, time they, same way they did it last time, go ahead, run the ball all you want. We just don't want Peyton to get into a rhythm. We want him, when he has to pass, he's not in a rhythm. I think that that will be the game plan for uh that game with the New England Denver.
0: Yeah, I think you touched upon something that I want to hit with you because I've talked about it on, on my past few shows, including with a, a frequent guest of yours, Charles Barkley. That Belichick never gets credit for Coach of the Year because he has the Super Bowl rings. He already is known as the modern day Lombardi. So why give him a nod for Coach of the Year? And you just touched upon how chameleon like this team is year in and year out how belichick adapts his roster to whatever suits the team best and right now because of what's going on with the tight ends and the other wide receivers perhaps and also as marshall pointed out on game day morning that this is a cold weather super bowl in which you must run the football to win or at least presumably he's changed it all around it's really incredible how nobody talks about Bill Belichick as coach of the year. Why well, do you think that is? It's
1: a regular season award. That's it. Right. Um, Spygate is still still there to a certain degree. Um, you begrudgingly want to give credit to somebody like this because we did this with Chuck Knoll. We did this with Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. You feel like sometimes – I don't know if Lombardi ever won coach of the year, but I, I'm going to guess he didn't get much credit after <laughs> they started winning. And sometimes continuing to win at a high degree of difficulty, uh, you know that takes even more talent. I this is Belichick's best coaching year, in my opinion. I, I think it's been um, they won 12 games. They could have won 13 with the Carolina controversy. I amazing, amazing job by Belichick. And it just he he kept saying it's almost week to week, Rich, where he goes, who do we have? Right. Is Amandola back? He's not. Gronk. Uh, okay, Gronk's here for a little while. So. You, you do that with your game plan. You don't have to do that with Denver. You never had to do that with Peyton Manning. And here you are winning 12 games, losing your tight ends, just everything you've gone through. I'm looking Lombardi won Coach of the Year one time. Okay. So, you know, I just I think that that's um, – we, we don't give credit sometimes to maintaining greatness. It's just being an underdog who does a great job. We, we, it's easier, I think, to assess that than it is Oh, Belichick's back in the playoffs. If you watch them week in and week out, which we do, I was amazed with what I saw, uh, you know, on a on, on a weekly basis from that team.
0: So you go Seattle and Denver. Yeah, you're going to go the that way. So The yeah. one seeds advance yep. in your mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Begrudgingly, I, I'm I'm doing that. Why you're
0: begrudging? Why you're begrudging?
1: San Francisco. They. That's that's just a danger with Crabtree back. I mm-hmm. got Bolden. You got Gore. You got that defense, and Kaepernick has three or four plays every game where you hold your breath, you know, that can be a difference maker. I I just, I'm assuming Seattle have enough offense. I think first team to 24 wins. And then as far as Denver and New England, I just, I want to know what the weather will be like and that running attack. And can Tom Brady actually come up with a big pass when he needs to? Amendola is back. uh, Edelman has been great. I don't know what else. They're all receivers under six feet. You know, I'm just not quite sure what I'm going to get with that. But, you know, so that's I, – I, I'll stay with Denver and Seattle.
0: It's supposed to be 55 degrees. At least that's what it is right now. But as you know, the, the Doppler wind, radar can
1: change. But the wind is what I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. That would and, be it. And, and even Seattle. You know, the 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 wind is worse than if it's just a steady rain. But when the wind is there, that's when you're going – the, the plate, you know, when you're place kickers, uh, when you're throwing a ball deep, you know, something starts to uh, – wobble a little bit there, then, you know, that's that's where you make plays that can change the course of, uh, you know, a championship game. The
0: tight ends might be the difference here. Gronkowski was available Week 12, and Julius Thomas was not. And the middle of the field was a, a field day for, for Tom Brady in the comeback, and Peyton Manning, uh, he, he handed the ball off to uh, Sean Reno for 224 yards in that game. I think Julius Thomas being back might just be the difference in Gronk being out when it all comes down to it.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know, I could see that.
0: What do you um, think of my What do you think of my analysis, Dan? I thought
1: it was good. Wait, was it, I mean,
0: I didn't spot show anything. I didn't have any XO, but that was that's that was my analysis, right there. All right. Well,
1: I didn't know that it was sort of uh, mutual admiration society. I, I, am I supposed to flaunt what well, you do? Yeah,
0: Dan, Dan, you just know it's it's been it's been a long time since we've known each other. I I I look to you for I look to you for you know um, a pat on the back sometimes. You know, I look that way. Sometimes we all need one, you know? Oh, okay. all right. Here's more begrudging, obviously. I mean, okay. you know.
1: No, I, d- me- I did. Rich, I, in all my years, I never knew that you sort yeah. of needed that.
0: No, we all do, Dan. We all do. You don't? Is that what you're saying? You, you don't?
1: You work for the Shield. <laughs> you, you're right. There.
0: Well, let me ask you for some advice then, now that I have you on the phone. Okay. Now. Right. Okay. Right. Now, before the season... Uh, I picked San Francisco and Denver to go to the Super Bowl. Okay, at some point during the season. Man, that's good picks, there, Rich. I, I thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. See, I feel a little. I feel a little better. I'm sitting up a little taller in my seat right now. But here's the advice I need. At some point during the season, yep. I I for some reason forgot. Maybe it was when oh. San Francisco wasn't doing very well. I I I I hopped on board <laughs> of Seattle and Denver. And repeated it so much to the point that my guys, my what I don't even know if we they don't even have a nickname. Some people call them the Eisenets after your Danets. My guys, Chris Law and Chris Brockman, they they never called me on it. They just assumed that that was what the pick was. And now, as of two weeks ago, we found out it was San Francisco and Denver. And I don't want to go with them now. I want to stick with Seattle and Denver and make it <laughs> seem like. I had them all along. What What do I do, Dan? Okay. What do I do?
1: You're okay with going to Seattle. Yeah. Because you realized that San Francisco may have been scuffling a little bit. They had a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. and you realized what Seattle was doing. Yeah. And you decided to jump ship. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. You can't do the following. If yeah. San Francisco wins, you go, I had them at the beginning of the <laughs> year. You know, okay.
0: So it's not a soup that eats like a meal here. I got to have it one way or another.
1: You got Seattle and you got Denver, and that is it.
0: But can I make it seem like I had Seattle all along? I've got to admit,
1: no, no, because there's nothing wrong with admitting that you just saw something there. Yeah, that changed your opinion. That's all. You you had you had the team that went to the Super Bowl last year, and you picked them to start the year, and then you realized. Yes. Yeah, Seattle's a better team, and then you then you start to get into this. You know what? I started to do some film studies, and I noticed something, and I decided. a no, film study. Yeah,
2: like Roger Clemens, he misremembered. Yeah. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you do, I think what you do is you say, "Look, I just did some homework. I got yeah. together with Merrill Hodge and Ron Jaworski, and <laughs> you know, we started to look at. We, you know, we, you know, yeah, break this down, and I started to see these subtle nuances with Seattle. I like what they were doing. And that's why I picked them, and I, I decided I was going to change during the middle of the year. It's one thing to make a prediction. Yeah. It's another thing for me to do my job to look at the right choice. You know, I could begrudgingly stay with my pick. Yes. I'm smart enough to go. – let's say you pick the Falcons to start the year.
0: Oh, well, there's no turning back from but,
1: that. But then you go, yeah, I realized after week four they weren't a playoff team. That's when I looked at Seattle and said that team's going to the Super Bowl. There's not, no one would have a problem with that.
0: I'm a little disappointed. I thought I, there was some way out of this that I could think I could still make it seem like I chose no. Seattle the entire time.
1: No, then that's lying and deceiving. You're honest. It, transparent yeah. when I think Rich Eisen, I yeah. think transparency. You do. You see yes. right through me, huh? You are very transparent. <laughs> I see right through you for years now.
0: Are you ready for Soshi? Are you ready for a little Soshi?
1: I don't know if there's a Buffalo Wild Wings in the <laughs> That's all I care
0: about. <laughs> oh, because is that where you're watching the Super Bowl? Are you watching yes. the Super Bowl from from Russia?
1: I'm flying Saturday, and I don't know where I'm watching on Sunday, but I'm watching the Super Bowl from from Russia.
0: But they don't—they don't have it set up. There's not some compound, some some NBC compound. That... I
1: want to go to a bar over there. No, you do, do you?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> Just don't have Deshaun Jackson type change on you at the time. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm not going to have any bling on me whatsoever. No, okay. But you know, I, I imagine that they'll have a place where we can go watch the, <laughs> the
0: Sochi Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that exists.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping Putin is building one. Here you go. As we speak, it seems right. like he's building everything there.
0: So, what are you covering in Sochi? I'm Do you... hosting. Oh, yeah. we're not covering your hosting. Yeah, I'm hosting. What are you? <laughs> What are you? What are you hosting? Whatever just that
1: day is, I got. I, I'm on the air for six hours, and I whatever we're showing, I'm hosting it, and then might have people come through the studio, and I don't know, just sort of You're, like what I did in London, and uh, I'll just continue to do that.
0: Are you? Are, what's the toughest name to pronounce that you've I, seen I, in your research?
1: I haven't even gotten to. Come on, my, I've not gotten to my homework yet.
0: You don't even know who the top loser is. You don't even know, like no, right now.
1: No, no. This was the advice I got from Al Michaels. Okay. He said you. You do this in half hour increments. You only need to know what you need to know in that moment. So I got a half hour here. I can do research on that. What do I need to know now? You don't have to know everybody or everything about everybody because it's. It, it would just. It would. Uh, you, you're studying for a final, right? But. You don't have to study all night for the final. You study in 30-minute increments, and then you're on the air, and then you may throw to an event, and then it'll be, all right, what do we have coming up here? You got this and this and this. Who's coming in studio, okay? Then you start consume information there. Because it's two weeks of being on the air for six hours a day. So you can imagine six uh, six hours times uh, 14 days. Mm. You know, There's a lot of time and a lot of names and a lot of events. So that's, that you do it in bite-sized portions. It's not a... It's not a, a smorgasbord. So it, it,
0: that was a very – uh, so you're not studying is basically what you're saying. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. It's and good. Al Mike, and Al Michaels gave you the hall pass to not know who the best alpine skier is right from Sweden. Right now.
1: Right now, I do not need to know that.
0: And when in doubt, just ask us if we believe in miracles. Did he yeah. tell you that?
1: <laughs> oh, Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs>
0: I have so many other questions about this, but I'll just I'll whittle it down. Do you have a Gore-Tex jacket with the Olympic rings and the peacock logo on it? Do you already have that? I have. have what do you got? Because you had to have this fitted, right? I mean, you can't. You're just not going to, or you're, or you're in studio. You're not going to be outside.
1: No, but I still wanted the gear. Okay, of course, Just to walk to and from. <laughs> so I have the Sochi logo okay. on on my. Uh, it's a breast patch there, so it's a, okay. uh, my my winter jacket has the uh, Sochi logo.
0: So it's Sochi. It's not Sochi.
1: I think it's, it's Sochi. Like Tai Chi, it's Sochi. Sochi. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And it's and and do I turn on um, MSNBC or NBC Sports? You're all over. NBC, You're on all of them. NBC, the family of networks
1: and then NBC Sports Network, I believe. Okay. Got a lot of hours. Yes, you do. Uh, that we're filling up, so I I think we're across all platforms. That, uh, are NBC related? I I just do it, Rich. Where you find it, yeah, that's up to you.
0: And you tell me, will you please report back if you see Sarah Palin's house from there? Does it, see if it works both ways?
1: I hope I if, see Sarah Palin. She might be there. You she, betcha. <laughs> Are you? Br- I, would, I would love to. I would have a beer with her. Just sit down. Of course. Maybe we would go out and uh, go elk hunting or
0: something. She I don't know. named her child Bristol. I know. Clearly, she's a big sports fan well, and an ESPN fan. Cancer. She would absolutely know exactly what you, she would. She would start. She might call you En Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! She
1: was a sportscaster in Alaska. Yes, she was. Yeah, she,
0: she was, was at the Great Alaskan Shootout. Yeah, apparently. apparently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was playing man to man, not zone, <laughs> apparently. But. Um yeah, I, I I would look forward to uh, having a beer or two. There you go. I that know th- our, one of her New Year's resolutions is to eat more meat in the New Year, so you know I'm right there. There you we're, go. We need to we on kill, out and kill, <laughs> we'll out and kill for
0: See, our meal. There's now they have to build a <laughs> buffalo Wild wings there.
1: i <laughs> to we'll get buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to tell her we're not known. It's not actually buffalo wings. Yes. You know, like real buffalo. It's, yeah.
0: And you're bringing the family. You, everybody's coming.
1: I don't. I don't know. You don't. Oh. I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think. It's not a place where you can just drop into. Yeah. You know, like London, yeah, know you, London, London you right. can go and have fun. Yeah, like, you just right. don't go to Russia and go, hey, we're hey, yeah, got my kids. We're not sure when we're leaving and, you know. So, that's right. Yeah. We're not,
0: yeah, there's no such thing as an open-ended visit. Right? We
1: decide when you leave. You <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, do, I don't think they are, but, I okay. mean, there's always there's a chance that they would do uh, a drive-by in the final week of the uh, the Olympics.
0: And last question, Dan, you, are, are they going to have you read promos for NBC shows and stuff like that, that coming up on The Voice and things like where, where, where you're the, the summer all reading the Murder, I She wish. Wrote promos and I stuff wish. like that?
1: I wish, but no, I don't, I don't think. I think that's probably just Bob. Uh, Constance, who will be saying, you know, tomorrow and today. Okay. And, you know, that uh, they'll have a guest or something. That's probably, Bob would get the heavy lifting like <laughs> that. Yeah, He gets to do all the fun things.
0: Uh, that's why he gets all the Emmys, you know, because he gets the heavy lifting. Right there,
1: he deserves them. He does. One of them.
0: I know. Yeah, I know. He
1: deserves them. I don't. I don't need them. I don't. It doesn't define me. I don't need a pat on the back. I don't need any of that. The
0: stuff. guys, really. <laughs> I-
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kurt Warner, loves to give me grief about losing to Costas every single time. You know, and and I I come so close to saying he's my Adam Vinatieri, but I just I just don't have the heart in me because he's too nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. That's wow. the thought bubble every time he throws it at me on live television.
1: Yeah, but Vinatieri only beat him once. That's right. You know, <laughs> I mean, Bob does this to us every year. He Vinatieri's us every year. He
0: does. Yeah, but from,
1: that's okay. F- from you know,
0: 60 yards out?
1: I think he needs this. We don't need this. <laughs> okay, Dan. Bob See, needs these Emmys. I, I don't.
0: This is why we have. I have you on, Dan. Oh, I almost went the royal way there. This is why I have you on this Weed. show. Yeah. Because yeah, it's... it's, it's I feel better about myself, so thank you. And well, I appreciate you coming on.
1: Well, I just uh, I want to commend you for a great year at the NFL Network. Thank you. And, uh, you know, how you interacted with uh, your uh, analysts there. Thanks. You, you know, you just you brought out important points. You worked you. hard on, on the road Thursday nights. Oh, thanks. You know, appreciate your daughter. Um, yep. You know, juggling and, a lot here. Juggling yeah. a lot. You got your two boys. I mean, yep. Yep. you've you, you done it all. Thanks, And I Dan. commend you.
0: Thanks. And my, my wife Susie thanks you, and my parents thank you. Everybody thanks you, Dan, really. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it's
1: it. It's not about me. I just wanted to say <laughs> some things that I've been holding back for a little while. All right, Dan. It, well, I'll
0: speak to you on your show um, a couple times, and I'll see you in New York. Where are you set up? Where's your show set up in New York City? Because um, you always, you're always set up outside of Radio Row. You're always set up somewhere.
1: I don't even know where Radio Row is this year.
0: It, it's an undisclosed location. So am I. Okay.
1: I need well, you to find me.
0: It's one of those things where I, I, it's upon RSVP, the information is sent my way. Is that it's, the way it, it works? Be,
1: I'm going to give you hints. Okay. You're going to be cryptic, and then you <laughs> find me.
0: Breadcrumbs in New York, they don't last very long, Dan. So you're going to give me something a little bit more to find you. you know? we,
1: when you see us, you will realize it's us. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying it's going to be spectacular. Okay. It might not be real, but it'll be spectacular.
0: <laughs> and then off to Sochi you go. Sochi. Okay, Sochi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dan, thanks for coming on.
1: Rich? Yes. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it's Dan Patrick back on the Rich Eisen podcast. I love me some DP, man.
3: DP. Legend.
0: Legend. He is a legend. Legend.
2: I love how he's only concerned about wings and, and beers over in uh, in Russia and finding a... A- a-
3: B you W. Buffalo. Why he
0: wants a B <laughs> W?
3: <laughs> Do they have those over there? I, I, um, There's no I, chance, right? I, I tend to
0: doubt it. <laughs> I don't plus, think he's plus, done that research plus, either. Plus, so, Sochi, as he says, yeah, so is um, it's like a, a a beach town, right? So it's going to be sort of like Vancouver, I'm told. Oh, okay, where all, all a lot of the events are going to take place in the mountains, miles away, and you know, skating and stuff in the rinks in town. Hmm. So. Um I you know, it's possible that there's a, a wild wings of some sort. Oh yeah, it is a peach
2: Any update on the Luge uh champion yeah, that brock- no, no. Didn't didn't find it.
0: Speaking of updates, let's update the Pick'em. Okay. Because this kid and by this kid, I've got two thumbs pointing right at me. <laughs> <laughs> I am on fire. believe you you're
2: twenty two and twenty four.
3: No In, tw- Twenty-two uh, and two in the last three weeks. 20, yes. Twenty-two of his last twenty-four. Yes, yes. I yeah.
0: crushed week seventeen, yep. and then only missed on the Chargers in the wild card because I drank the Bengal. You
2: juice. did take chalk though this past weekend. Chalk. Sometimes taking chalk works. Explo- and you know what? Clearly four and zero. I'm outlined in chalk. No, just now because I'm dead, just yeah. because
3: out of boy. Well done, law. Yeah. You are
0: uh eliminated from this competition. I can still tie you. I just can't beat Brockman. You are eliminated from this competition. Yes, I am. Chris Brockman is two in front of me
2: with 3 to play. Soon with 3 to, to play Soon and to you are
0: you are four back of Brockman with 3 to play. And uh I guess what what you're saying with what I'm going to do this week is well, Trump. we know
3: who you're taking, right?
0: Well, it's because, as, as I just went with Dan, as I just discussed with Dan, my, my pick that I somehow— I honestly, <laughs> honestly, I didn't want to get into this with Dan because I know he would have given me grief. I honestly thought I picked Seattle and Denver at the beginning of the season. I did not. And I will not, if, as he pointed out, if it is San Francisco and Denver— I'm not going to sit here and go, I knew it all along. You knew you okay? would have gone
2: back on that if he didn't My bring that up.
0: week one rich eyes. The week one rich eyes and far smarter than the week whatever whenever I turned into the Seattle Denver yeah, guy.
2: When was that? That was probably like I don't know, more like but week But you four.
0: never called me on it.
3: Yeah. Well, we, no, you said it with oh, yeah, such no. confidence. That's what I mean. You, you yes. were really selling the Seattle <laughs> yes. thing the whole time, so correct. we just assumed that you would pick them. That's correct. When actuality, it was Jackie Schaefer – who would pick Seattle? Maybe and Denver? so. Yeah. From the beginning. From, From the West. beginning. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I am going to then I'm going to stick with my most recent okay. self. Great. And go Seattle and Denver again. I just think that Seattle's home field advantage is going to rule the day. It's going to rule the day. I mean, we had a we had a and you should seek this out on NFL.com. I'm sure the video is there on game day morning on Saturday. We had a motorcycle. Yes. In our car in our parking lot and the motorcycle was revved up to 120 decibels which is 17 and change decibels quieter than what the 12th man is which apparently set off another earthquake when Marshawn Lynch scored this past weekend and Kurt Warner was calling a play in a huddle only one of the guys was wearing a mic that was live that was Warren Sapp, and we only kept his mic live. This is the only one live because he was the offensive lineman that Warner was attempting to change the play with because you could see when the, the sound is so loud, hand signals are what the quarterback uses to communicate with his skilled players. They understand what the hand signals mean and what the change of the play means. Offensive linemen can't see the hand signals. They need to be told audibly, what the change of the call is and we couldn't hear a word kurt warner was saying over the motorcycle i mean i i believe it i believe this 12th man will see him through and i believe russell wilson will make the plays and kaepernick won't i might be wrong and if i'm wrong uh, i'll be the first to admit that i am
2: advising helping with that noise too it's gonna be loud when they want it loud
0: I don't think there's any secondary tickets to be had anyway, man.
2: Yeah, no, it's true. You
0: know, I, I mean, the tickets that are – thats it's just a, it's a nice story. You know, I don't know how many tickets that California fans could have had anyway. But, I, I, like I said, I may be wrong, and if I am wrong, I will be the first to say I was right a long time ago <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I'm going Seattle and Denver, which is, by the way, only the second time – in the last 20 years, that the top seeds in each conference advanced to the Super Bowl. The only instance of that in the last 20 years was New Orleans and Indianapolis when the Saints and the Colts, with Peyton Manning, made it to South Florida. The only other time before that was Dallas-Buffalo. So it's rare, but I'm saying it's due. So that's what I'm going. Okay. Guys, have at it.
2: I'll go since I'm a little... Mine's kind of irrelevant. We'll leave the drama for Brockman at the end and to see if you can catch up. I'm with you actually on both. I'm I'm sticking with both those as well. I, I think the home teams are gonna are gonna take it and
0: Yeah, but, I just think that again, Denver, like I told Dan, I think Julius Thomas is gonna be a guy that that, that is gonna create X problems factor. for New England. Because they can erase if they want to erase somebody, you know, in, in the typical Belichick fashion, they got their they have their hands full. Julius Thomas is is going to create some some serious issues for them between the, the numbers.
2: And it's always the guy you don't think, too, a wide receiver with a one week. It's, it's Welker. It's I don't know. Coldwell, if no Sean, if no
0: Sean had, can have even half a game like that, and Thomas does his thing with the other Thomas and Welker, I just and it's home. It's supposed to be a nice day, as I mentioned. Yeah. Are you going the
3: other way, Chris? Uh, you know what, Rich? I'm going to give you a chance to tie uh, to put it all on the line in the Super Bowl. So you're going
0: both road teams.
3: I'm going a uh, road teams. I really was impressed with San Francisco's front seven on defense As yesterday. well you should. That's uh, well you should. Uh, Russell Wilson, I think there's a little ding in that 12th-man armor. And uh, that, that just the, the way uh, New Orleans kind of dominated a little bit early, even though they were behind on the scoreboard, and the way they got back in the game – I just like the way San Francisco's playing and I think it's really difficult to beat a team 3 times in a season as we've seen with those uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh rivalries recently. Yep, sure. So I'm going to go San Francisco and I can't I can't go against And then uh,
0: you're just a mass hole homer in the other one. Well, I
3: wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, but okay, I, I can't I, go, I can't go against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick not with all they've accomplished this season uh lifting this group of ragtags and castoffs uh this far. Um, I think it's going to be a fantastic game, and I think that uh, Tom's going to get get Peyton once again in the playoffs.
0: How huge are these ratings going to be? I mean, for these games,
3: forty seven million
2: for that for that
0: wild card wild game. card
2: game. I can't imagine what these are going to be.
0: Can't imagine
3: astronomical. Right? I, mean, I
0: mean,
2: and you talk and about
3: Fox and CBS. Does something beat
2: fifty five? The, the really, dream, the
3: dream matchups that they wanted when the season began, and now here they are. It's I mean, be, it's even be if you sit
0: here and go, well, you know, West Coast teams might not play across the country these two are a different story these two are an absolute different story with yeah. the 49ers and seahawks harbaugh and pete carroll and the lead-in game is brady manning 15 i mean that's the early game. holy smokes that's your lead-in game that's what's going to whet the appetite mm. And all due respect to every other team that made the playoffs and lost. All due respect to them. They've got spectacular fan bases. Our friend Wendell Pierce was off the charts. He was tweeting his head off. Oh, yeah. In-flight You tweeting. can't even say he doubled down. He quadrupled down. He quintupled down. <laughs> In-flight
3: smack talk. Oh, my Lord.
2: Talk about Smack Talk, you mentioned maybe a chink in the armor there of the twelfth man. Uh our NFL network Twitter handle tweeted out are the Seahawks unbeatable at home? And the Cardinals. And the Cardinals said. Twitter account retweeted no. Over eight and a half thousand retweets right now for that one. Unbelievable. <laughs> some some loyal loyal people out there.
3: And what about our playoff uh, fantasy
0: Uh, challenge? Yes. And then there's the playoff fantasy challenge, which I am going to win. I am. uh, I am. I am absolutely going to win. You're you're sitting pretty. Well, it's I'm not going to win like in terms of uh, you're going to beat us. I'm going to beat you guys. we
2: go on this, let's give a shout out to our Pick'em leader. The guy that's been, been leading our um, our pick'em group. Actually, I think based on he he's up thirty points with three games to go, so I think as long as he uh, gets one more game under his belt, he'll have knotted it up. Uh, the handle is Danube Dice D A N U B E Dice. I'll contact our dev team and find I out your email
0: address. I think Danube.
2: Well, the river. I didn't know if it was first name Dan, last name Ube. It could be one of those. I don't know. Oh. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, we're going to get to the international. Is this coming? Is it. this don't, coming? Oh no! Don't worry, we're going to get to the international. Because I, I don't believe I'm going to win this competition for the mere fact that AJ Green's three first round points replaced by Michael Crabtree's two second round points. It's just too weak of a hole that somebody's going to have something. But um, you should
3: be. I mean, you're probably going to beat me. Uh, my my fantasy team is terrible.
0: Right. How many points do you have
2: total, Rich, right now?
0: I have 176 points total. Okay. Which is good for 89th, according to this computer here. And um, I have multipliers all across the board next week. I have Manning, Lynch, Marino, Demarius, and Julius Thomas, and Prater, and the Seahawks defense all at three times. Oh. And Crabtree at two times the bonus. So I'm wiped out if your Super Bowl essentially <laughs> right. makes it Brockman, yeah. uh, with the exception of Crabtree. That means I'd get Crabtree at three times the bonus in the fourth round, and everybody else getting me single digits in the Super Bowl. If it's Denver and Seattle, that means I just need to find myself another Denver or Seattle receiver to plug in for the f- for my fourth round extravaganza, and I'm gonna. Crush you guys,
3: yeah. If Denver makes it,
0: because you have to replace four guys uh, I this have to, week, I right, have to replace Chris?
3: Four guys this week. Uh, I don't have to replace anybody. Which I, I've replaced them with all all Patriots and Vernon Davis.
0: Your problem, uh, Law, is you have the same roster as me, with the exception of Welker instead of Crabtree. But your your multiples are all behind mine.
3: I've lost a couple multipliers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham's uh, two total points. Oh, boy, <laughs> really did kill you. <laughs> um,
0: who is leading our? Our competition right now.
3: I will tell you that.
0: Uh, I've got six slick 619 is 348 That's points.
2: That's the overall leader. The leader of our group, though, is DSO82's picks. Okay. With 328 points.
0: Okay, and let's see who that roster is. That
2: roster is
0: Kaepernick, Legarrett Blunt, of course. Oh, wow. Marshawn Lynch. Demarius Thomas, Anquan Bolden, Julius Thomas, Phil Dawson, and the Niners defense, which got thirty six points. But he's split two up. He's he split
2: up in a few places here, so he he's gonna lose his multipliers after this week. Um
0: LeGarrett Blunt got eighty <laughs> points because it was two times the bonus.
2: That's huge, and I guarantee you, not wow. a lot of people.
3: That's incredible that he picked LeGarrette Blunt in the first round, at no points, and then went and then kept him, kept him in the second round for double. So who? Let me. That that's just the leader of our group. That's the leader of our group. Yeah. What about the leader of the uh, overall? Of the leader. Overall, yeah, he's, actually, he's slick. It's six, slick, six, yeah, six D- one, 82 nine. Yeah,
2: DSO eighty two is in fifth overall, and that's for a trip to next year's Super Bowl.
3: Wow. Um, s- slick, slick, Had, six, uh, one, nine. Kaepernick, Gore, Blunt, Bolden, Keenan Allen, Keen- Vernon Davis, Phil Dawson, Niner D.
0: Well, that's done anyway, because Keenan Allen. I mean, but
3: he's loaded up on
2: he's niners. loaded up on Niners. So if he replaces uh, Keenan the- Allen this week, and it's the Patriots Niners in the Super Bowl,
0: he's in good shape. He
2: could run the table the whole way. Wow. Or I'm or in she. 89th place. Or, or, or she.
0: You're in 148th place. Uh, I'm in 89th place. Who, what place are you in, Law?
2: Uh, I am in – let me find that out.
0: Because, Brockman, you're in front of me right now, but that's about to change.
2: i mean, right, in, uh, right. 144th. I had a lot of
3: points early with T.Y.O. 144th place.
0: Other housekeeping, uh, you have a new head coach at Penn State football. James Franklin is yeah. coming your way. You're yes. pleased? You're happy? I am,
2: actually. I was a little skeptical at the beginning. I didn't know much about the guy watched his introductory press conference have obviously done some research uh i was worried that it was another potential two and three year uh look for the next great thing in the nfl but his introductory presser he made it pretty clear that this is his dream job this is where he wants to be he's coached in the nfl before he was a wide receivers coach for the packers uh he's all about relationships in the college level so i'm pretty stoked i'm I'm excited about it okay and i see the other side of it too though you know you feel for the vanderbilt uh, the Commodores. They. It's never an easy situation. It's tough with kids who commit to a coach, not just a university, and then he leaves. So, definitely tough. But uh, a lot of reasons to be excited in Happy Valley with James Franklin.
3: Good for you. Good for you. Syracuse basketball number two in the nation. Rich. Did you guys beat UNC? On you guys did waxed Wap the Carrier Dome floor with them.
0: Yes, you did. I saw during somewhere. NFL game day morning on Saturday.
2: Saw somewhere if it Duke was. loses, they'll be out of the top 25. It's the first time in, like, 520 weeks that either oh, wow. Duke or Carolina won't be in the top 25. Mm. Duke goes mm-hmm. to the
3: Carrier Dome February 1st.
0: Good for you.
2: I feel something coming my way.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, that's the international shout-out of the week. The international shout-out of the week, I believe, goes to you, Chris Law. <laughs> Hold on now. How do we do? We have the DNA of this. Yeah, hold on. All uh, I know is me, I was just reading Twitter one night, let me, let and I was up. really enjoying let me, this. Let me pull this up, please. Do so. Chris Law is going away, right? You're, um, you're, you, you made your. Um, yeah, the
2: the the lady friend, my lovely wife, Chair, and I have decided we wanted to take a trip to Europe for a while. Why not? Been thinking about it, it's you just should go before you tough. have
3: children. Exactly. Go. Did you delete this tweet? Because no. that would be such a lowbrow move. No,
2: I didn't delete the tweet. It was misinterpreted.
3: The nuance of the tweet was not appreciated. Sometimes it's an answer one hundred
0: forty characters, but I do not believe this is a valid defense.
3: I, I got it. You ready? On January eleventh. Oh boy. Chris Law tweets out, booked my flight to Dublin, Ireland yesterday mm-hmm. for Penn State Football's game against UCF at Croak Stadium. It's actually Croak Park, era number one. Yep. UK, here I come. Beautiful. Hashtag international shout out.
0: Now, are you flying through Heathrow?
2: No, I'm flying Durham. So you are you Dublin. are
0: not setting foot in the United Kingdom. I am,
2: however. I'm there. It's a it's an extended trip. I'm going I'm gonna go to London, uh, probably Not going to go to Wales or Scotland, which this one over here didn't realize was part of the UK.
0: Now, hold on a minute. Let me me ask you this question. Okay. Let's say Penn State was playing in Chicago, (laughs) right? Let's say Penn State was playing in Chicago. Okay. And you were having a trip to go see Penn State, part of a trip that would finish in New York. You tweet out, hey, got my tickets for Penn State playing UCF at Soldier Field. New York, here I come. Is th- is that not the same exact thing? No, if it was Midwest, of what you
3: tweeted. No, out? no I tweeted no. out Midwest Why? here I come. You are wrong. Midwest isn't that, isn't, here I come. Isn't that the same thing? I do like that somebody from Ireland. Chicago
0: is in the Midwest. <laughs> Dublin, Ireland, is not in the United Kingdom. They are completely separate issues. It right. is like, hey, Chicago. I just bought tickets to a game in Chicago, New York. Here I come. And, of course, people from Chicago would say, well, wait a minute. We're in Illinois. Right.
3: We're yeah. not in New York. Someone immediately tweeted you from Ireland. Yes. And he said, Ireland isn't the U.K. Uh, who is that? That's our international shout-out of the week. Who is that? Uh, oh,
0: there were plenty of people
2: that uh, tweeted
3: that uh, David Murray at Wearshells, Nas Ireland, says – Ireland isn't the UK, and then you wrote back, "I'm traveling all over Europe, pal." And then he goes, "Pal,
0: you, went, you dropped pal on this
2: poor guy." And, and then
3: David Murray comes back and goes, "Definitely looks like you thought Ireland was in the UK." Yeah, boy. <laughs>
2: Uh, then I have to, no, Wait, wait. I,
0: didn't somebody drop a hillbilly on you, too? Oh, yeah,
2: somebody dropped a uh, hillbilly latex on me. Yes, well. that's,
0: that was, now that was the one I saw. I think I mailed
2: that to you guys. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you, you that's emailed the that. international that shout-out of the week. This you, is what you guys have... have,
3: have you emailed have, that. Do you have that? I'll pull up the email.
2: But, yeah, so I'll be in Ireland for that game, and we should definitely meet up for some pints. Uh, I did follow that up with a Dear Ireland, I understand you're not part of the U.K. I'm also headed there, too. Let's just enjoy some pints and call it a day
0: while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> the hillbilly one. I was
2: getting barrage, and it never helps when when a – it was I, – I did mean that I'm actually going to the U.K. May have not been the brightest of tweets. It never helps when you then retweet something, Rich, and then they just
3: – Well, away. you know, but, uh, I, I'm just good. glad some heat is being taken off me for my Christmas
0: gift. Comb, at comb underscore Halpin, H-A-L-P-I-N. <laughs> No point – this is it. He is the international shout-out of the week. He's underscored, by the way. Love it. At Comb underscore Halpin. No point covering it up now, Hillbilly. Latexing up your trip a whole eight months in advance. (laughs) That is – that could be the international shout-out of of the the year. year. (laughs) Using latex as a verb. We're only in January. Latexing up your trip. Hillbilly Calling you Hillbilly No point covering it up now Hillbilly Latexing <laughs> up your trip A whole eight oh, months man. in advance That I mean That's oh, We just that, That's just That's a walk off Law
2: not, not my brightest
3: moment You know <laughs> And I immediately tweeted out after Chris Law I was playing basketball and, and I came back legend. to my
2: phone in between And my inbox is like 105 Earth shattering Responses I was like oh boy
0: not good. Uh, good show, guys. Fantastic. I want to thank Dan Patrick, uh, as always. Next week, we've got uh, a lot in store. We'll do two next week. We'll do two next week in advance of our Super Bowl um, show. You're going to be back in an edit. Oh, you're going to be in New York, aren't you, or no?
3: No, I'm not. I'm going to be okay. in Los Angeles. Okay, so you're
0: going to be in the edit bay again for our, our, our Super Bowl special. That is 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, the Wednesday of Super Bowl week on NFL Correct. Network after a Jerry Rice football life and live Channel sure. discussion that's going to take place from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, we're There's still... a re-air to that show, too, on Saturday. Oh, good. Well, we're still formulating the um, cast of characters so for good that news show. news on that. We do.
2: Um, we do, yeah. Uh, I,
0: I know we, we, we've got one About as confirmed booked. as
2: confirmed can be. We can say it because it'll happen. It's just a matter of when.
0: Jim Brockmeyer will be on the program as our Media Day correspondent. We have to, by the way, we must get a Rich Eisen podcast mic flag for that.
2: We can work on that. We'll work
0: on that. We have to. We also do have confirmed. By the way, by the way we must. Have we have to. When I say have to, we have to. There's we been, have to.
2: There's been some concern.
0: So, so now there's going to be a deal breaker. There's been some, some concern. There's some concern about, oh, about what?
2: Hank at Media Day. About, I mean, about Jim at Media Day. I for, thought that's been confirmed. From, no, it's, con- it's happening. Right. From, I'm home. talking about just appropriateness of all that.
0: Let me just say this, just in case this might be a, well, a method of communication. Jim's been known to go off the rails. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Number one, there's editing equipment. That, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's number one. No, it's, not, it's confirmed. Number it's two, He's Number two, have you seen the people <laughs> who stroll around Media Day? what they do you
2: had a great call out last year say. of damashek you're like who let him in on, on live air it was the, and we just watched uh, it back it Doesn't meeting. someone show up at are a we- you kidding in a me? wedding
3: dress like yeah. she it, proposed it, it to was, tom brady
2: right I'm, I'm just i'm just messing around it's okay. it fine also though troy aikman he's gonna be and joe great. buck are, are in they as are well. they are in
0: Fantastic. so buck and aikman calling the game they're on the show brock meyer at media day Still working. He's on, on the show.
2: Yeah, he's on the show. And on top of being on the show, there yes. will also be a top five plays of the year countdown with Jim Brockmeyer Fantastic. on the web only. So see,
0: yeah, okay. Good. See, you, you just you're, you're informing me of stuff while we're taping that I don't know. off <laughs> there's the There's a air. lot that goes on behind the scenes here. That's why
2: you know there's but I, I there's some I, latex I moments because I'm back here. How,
0: I should know how the sausage gets made if I'm the one who's cooking it up and serving
2: that, it. That's a, that's a good point.
0: And attaching my name to the sausage. Your
2: name on the Mike flag, which we'll work on.
0: Thank you. Yes, we'll work on that. Efforting, as they say. Efforting. Thanks to Dan Patrick for being on the show.
2: Todd Fritz for helping make that happen.
0: Yes, and thank you, uh, Chris Law and Chris Brockman thank and you, everyone Rich. out there getting set for a monster championship Sunday. Can't wait. Next time we talk, we will know who's going to the Super Bowl.
2: I'll be in San Fran for this weekend, too, so I'll be up there with the Niner folks watching – Watching the kickoff of their game. Oh, you really? You mean yes. you're go, you're
3: going up to Montana? Yes, <laughs> Montana, here <laughs> I here come! Here I come, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> you make it so easy.
0: No oh. point covering it up now, hillbilly. Oh boy! Oh, that is the line that is, and LaTeXing it up is is t-shirt worthy.
2: Yeah, maybe we got it. We should make a. We should get a.
0: Thanks for everybody for listening. Enjoy Championship Sunday. For uh, at Chris Law and at Chris Brockman, I'm at Rich Eisen for at the Eisen Podcast. Peace out. Stay listening, dear friends.